The Fresno Focus Radio Hour. This is the No Focus Radio Hour. Comedy and insight from the greatest minds in Fresno. A Lito Mine Media Production. That's right. This is the No Focus Radio Hour, the number one independent podcast in the Central Valley. Thank you for listening and thanks for telling a friend. The No Focus Radio Hour is available anywhere podcasts can be found, even including YouTube and your home smart speakers. Remember to subscribe and leave a review. That really does help others discover our show. And while you're reviewing, keep in mind that five stars is the correct number of stars. If you enjoy our show, please share it with your friends. And if you hate it, share it with your enemies. Check out our site, nofocusradio.com. You can get exclusive content, vote on Don's polls, join our Discord server, a whole bunch of stuff. Find us on social media at No Focus Radio. Find the rest of our shows at lightofmindmedia.com. I can't be there with it you, is. you know it's true. <laughs> now I know just what I got to what do. What do you got to do? Ooh. Gotta keep hit the ground running. <laughs> running. <laughs> running. Keep listening to my goes. favorite podcast. <laughs> hit the ground running. 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 Listen to my favorite podcast. Woo! Oh, wow. That was bad. This that was is bad. the No Focus Radio Hour, the number one independent podcast in the Central Valley. It's made for those who live in the Central Valley. It's made for those who miss the Central Valley, for those who long to live in the Central Valley, and for those who... Enjoy living on the surface of the sun in the Central Valley. Oh, yes. close. As always, we have our beautiful cast of characters. Minus one. Sadly, Don is still recovering from that ta- um, sausage-tearing incident. Ooh. Uh, yeah, Ooh. Yeah. But we Ouch. do have with us uh, the doorman. Hey, Fresno. Are you guys hot enough yet? Dude, I'm hot, and it's only like... 8 a.m. or something. It's so hot out here. Yes. I love it. I love it's it. crazy. We also have with us Mr. Marty Stupidasso. I'm worried about my children because they have no sense of survival when it gets this hot. They want to go out and go bike riding and play Ugh. games outside, which is weird because they always want to stay inside and play their computer most of the time. I like this. When it gets mm. really hot, they decide to go sit they in the sun. They decide it's yeah. time to explore nature. And Smart. I tell them, you will die out there because you don't have the survival instincts you need. <laughs> Just have them run barefoot on the uh, street for a while. My son did that. I told him to bring in the garbage cans, and he did that, and he quickly regretted it. <laughs> oh, yeah. I, that was a thing that I used to do, though, as a kid, too. I'd see how I would, like, do the dare. Because we used to live out in the country. So, like, yeah. getting to the trash was, like, a you know quarter-mile walk. And I'd be like, I'm going to, in the middle of the summer, like... I got this. I'm going to see how yeah. far I'm going to, you know, it was always a challenge. Like, can I do it? By the end, like every year, by the end of the summer, I would have like just thick leather feet. It was <laughs> awesome. Yeah, we, that is cool, man. Yeah. Oh, and, and with the thick leather feet over there, who yeah. is that? Yeah. That's Mr. Leather Feet. That's what they call me. Practically yeah. a hobbit. Is it, you know why they call me Leather Feet? It's a true story. <laughs> Does it have to do with the chainsaw? <laughs> yes, it does. Okay. No, my name is uh, uh, Max DeBoss, also known as Johnny Knobs. Yes. And here we are. Um, it's a beautiful, beautiful day today. Um, Wait, Johnny, what do you do here for us? Oh, that's right. Yeah. Um, what my goal here is is uh, to control the volume. It's <laughs> pretty much all I do. Um, <laughs> so I wanted to, this is a great, this is a guy, right? His name is um, 
uh, Jerome, Jerome Davison. He's running for Congress in the, uh, let's see, in the great uh, state of Arizona, representing Arizona. Mm. And this is this is his new ad. And I thought this was a pretty, um, and this is, this is, you know, watch the ad because I know you guys can't um, uh, watch it uh, as you're listening, but you can certainly um, listen you know, to it. Listen. Democrats like to say that no one needs an AR-15 for self-defense that no one could possibly need all 30 rounds. But when this rifle is the only thing standing between your family and a dozen angry Democrats in clan hoods, <laughs> you just might need that semi-automatic. Wow. And all 30 rounds. <laughs> I, wow. Is that not incredible? That, that is, is incredible. Fantastic. I, I love it. I love, so for those of you listening, this is, a, this is an African-American man. Um, and the ad starts, I'm going to turn the volume down, we can talk through it. The ad starts, and you see this, um, uh, a KKK member with, with a full hood and everything. Full yeah. hood, carrying a baseball bat covered in, like, nails and spiky Barb things. Barbed wire, yeah. Barbed wire, yeah. Nice. And uh, on his clan outfit here, he has a Democratic uh, donkey logo. And as this guy's talking, he's drinking out of a you know American flag mug. And no he's, he's praying, praying, praying yep. And as he's praying, there's all these um, hooded clan right members carrying rakes and stuff coming out coming out of his house. And, it, and, and then there's and Jerome. And let's just say hooded clan members that are that look like all races too. There's, oh, totally. There's not just you know. He goes out there with his AR-15. Yeah. He, yeah. And he comes out with his AR and uh, he's got my vote. I love that guy, right? I think that's a very uh, powerful message. I yeah. think you have, you know, this uh, this strong African American dude who's like, "That's right, we are." Uh... Now you had trouble finding this ad because they keep taking it off the internet. Is yes, this yeah. is a true story. Really? Yeah, um, I could not find it even on his very own Twitter account. It's um, says if you try to watch this, this is his own Twitter account. It says media has been disabled. So you literally can't watch it on his own. You can't find it on his uh, own Twitter account. And there's nothing. I mean, listen. Okay, so what? It betrays it betrays a group that nobody likes. But other than that, I mean, there's nothing necessarily. Yeah, exactly. Bad about That's it. the thing. Why it, is it bad? It's why, violence, why is it bad? Gun violence promotes gun violence because no, he's see. carrying an AR-15. Oh, and that's fair. Okay. You know, that's not what people want to hear because you know people they are, get triggered. Yeah, and everyone's very delicate. That's yeah. true. Yeah, you're right. Delicate. That's a good. Good point. Unless they're told to go out and, and protest uh, uh, Supreme Court justices' houses, and then they get totally wacko, yeah. you know. Yeah. You might and, even and say that okay. they're snowflakes. snowflakes. Ah, what is this? Let's see here. That's an interesting uh, term. Um, Folks divided by the news, but we are all the same. We are red, white, and blue. Ashamed to be American? Okay, that's cool. Because honestly, we are all ashamed of you too. Y'all are so fake. Oh, no. <laughs> said that there'd be snowflakes whoa you can make us see it your way no way gasoline and propane more flames oh no no more snowflakes they set us up to fail that's what they built the system for put an ammunition shop across the street from a liquor store empowering women used to be different than this before the role models got only fans or dance on a stripper pole screw it i ain't tripping i don't mean to be mean but if our children are the future then our future is bleak they take an adderall to focus hit mcdonald's to eat they're addicted to phones and they take xanax to sleep 
They blurred the lines dividing communism and democracy. In 2021, we paint the Patriots as Nazis. The men playing women's sports get trophies for winning. Like, great, let's celebrate a man for beating some women. If you're black, your life matters. You're supposed to embrace it. If you're rich or you're smart, then you're probably Asian. If you're gay, then you're brave. All of that I'm okay with. But if you're white, the stereotype is you are a racist. Blaming capitalism like that's the reason things are tough. While you tweet from an iPhone and sip on a Starbucks. You're supporting what you stand against. You don't think you are, but a Percocet addict don't donate money to pharma. Damn dog, we're all afraid to speak the truth And the more afraid we get, the more we hate the ones who do You're ashamed to be American? Okay, that's cool Cause honestly, we are all ashamed of you too Y'all are so <laughs> Wow, Tom McDonald Who is this guy? What he is, is this? awesome, I discovered him by accident on Instagram Cause someone played a little clip of him Yeah And I was going, oh my god, everything this guy says is true Cause he's talking yeah. about, you know, social situations And what's going on in the world and I don't, you know, I'm an older guy. I don't necessarily look like rap, but I love what he's saying. I love his message. So I've been listening to his music like for the past three days. It's really? Is that why you came in in a bandana and you're all tatted out now? I was oh, yeah, I got the I tattoos go, on my face change? and stuff. And my hair is <laughs> yeah. in braids. And man. I like, I love the- This uh, is great. My favorite thing about Marty's new look is that giant tattoo across his chest that says, die yuppie scum. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's really cool. It's right by the well, one across my belly that says Fresno. <laughs> Turn around on, see, one on your back says, what, you're a snowflake? What? No, I said, down with the snowflakes. I'm, I got to get the down right written later because it started to hurt and was crying. No, this, this this guy is, this is awesome. Yeah. Man. So Tom McDonald, so I discovered in 2021, so not that long ago, but what happened was, um, so he had posted this video. This is like the one that kind of skyrocketed him into fame. Okay. Was um, Snowflakes. And he put it online. And I think if I remember correctly, it was that and Fake Woke, where there's two big ones. Mm, that's another fantastic song. And um, he... Went from like nothing to um, the Billboard Hot 100 and right. had like 19 million views on his YouTube song no way. and just blew up, um, which is really cool. And so one of the things that he did, which was really smart, was um, Eminem. So he uh, he was a big Eminem fan growing up. Right. Okay, guy. yeah. Eminem released a series of NFTs, right? And one of those NFTs was um, a sample of music from the song Stan's Revenge. You guys remember that song? No. Uh, no. You guys remember here, let me play this song really quick for you. said I was never into rap until I discovered Tom McDonald. I mean, like, I know Eminem, but I'm, got a I'm not. I can only listen to a couple of seconds from this. Yeah, because yeah, um, Tom McDonald says you could play his music on on um, podcasts. He doesn't care. Been up, man. How's your daughter? My girlfriend's pregnant too. I'm about to be a father. If I have a daughter, guess what I'm going to call her? I'm going to name her Bonnie. I read about your uncle Ron. You guys remember this one? Vaguely, vaguely. Okay, well, I love this. It's a good song. It was him and like Dido. Um, it kind of sounds. Oh yeah, Dido. I like Dido. Yeah, I remember. Yeah. <laughs> uh, kind of sounds like too, like what Tupac was doing. A lot of the social stuff, you know, right. rapping about what was going on socially. So Eminem put this NFT out, and Tom McDonald um, sold like everything he had to buy an instrumental from this song for $100,000. Oh, man. Because he owned it, though, he could use it in one of his songs. Oh. So he used it in a song called Dear Slim. Cause yeah, this, yeah, yeah, I like that yeah, song. Yeah, because this song is all about this guy writing to Eminem. And, and the, you know, he even says, like, Dear Slim, blah, blah, blah. Yeah, because he even, you know, says, you know, you were my hero growing up. Uh-huh. And um, how he, you know, wanted to be like him. Exactly. So he... 
uh, kind of released these things. And he he had been apparently, I was looking this up, he had been releasing stuff since 2015. But it was really in that in 2021 when I think people were really looking for like some some truth bombs yeah. kind of. Yeah, yeah of he course. He just yeah. blew up, man. And he's. Uh, well, I think they still are. People are still looking. That's yeah. So he's he's really good. So Marty, you Do, you discovered him on on YouTube. What, what no, did you I discovered see? him on Instagram, Instagram because somebody posted a, a little section of the song uh, "Situational." When he's talking about situational design, it, the song is brainwashed, and um, he talks about situational design. They posted a little clip, and I got chills because everything he said is true. It's what's mm. going on right now. Interesting. So here, here's a little clip from it right here. Step one. Train the people only to consume. Step two, infiltrate adults with the news. Step three, indoctrinate the children through the schools and the music and the apps on the phones that they use. Step four, separate the right from the left. Step five, separate the white from the black. Step six, separate the rich from the poor. Use religion and equality to separate them more. Step seven, fabricate a problem made a lie. Step eight, put it on the news every night. Step nine, when people start to fight and divide, take control. This is called situational design. Wow. wow. Right? Yeah, it's like everything that's going on in the world right now, because that's what they're doing. Yeah. Oh, that's that's the game plan right there, yeah. 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 But yes. it's, it's, it's his message well, is fantastic, because he talks about a lot of um, what's going on in the world, social situations, political situations, society in general. He uses it in rap, and I like it because it's a perfect medium for what he's trying to say. Yeah. And it's consumable by the masses easily, and it's it's fantastic. He's like my new favorite artist. No, that that is awesome. You know, that's that's the whole thing is that I, and and different different ways of doing it and using different media to shine spotlights on this crap is really what needs to be done. And there needs to be more people like that that can do that. Also, it's you interesting because it, then you know you get into his current work, and you know he's old. You know, talking about social situations. You get into his earlier work, and he's talking about himself, and he's really you know. He sees himself, who he, where he came from. You know, he was poor, he was living in the ghetto, having problem making rent. He had drug addiction, um, mental illness, all sorts of stuff that he's overcoming. And um, his earlier stuff is fantastic because it's an unflinching look at himself. Mm. And that's what I like about artists like Anna DeFranco did that in the beginning. She was she's a folk singer, and she was just trying to discover who she was. She discovered who she was, and then her music started to suck. <laughs> don't true. find yourself yeah, that's, yeah, yeah. that's the problem is you know you lose that exploration and now you're just writing music to write music with tom mcdonald though it's well, like he did that and now he found a whole other thing to attack which is you know the media and everything else well yeah. that that's it because see that that's the whole thing you're talking about though. i don't know who the artist you're you talked about previously to franco but she's big in the um lgbtq community okay and, but the point being is that you said that she's trying to, and that's how it usually goes and for most artists right they 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 struggle trying to find themselves they're fighting with themselves to climb up they get to a certain level and there's nothing else to fight for and then they just start their art starts dying you know and that's mm -hmm, the thing yeah. you gotta pick something and that's what with this guy he's picking a cause and that's why he's probably blowing up even right. more because and he's picking something obviously that's definitely relevant you know, and something that people need to see. And people are hungry for this. That's the whole thing is that people are hungry I was. for this I, type of exactly truth. exactly what I needed. We're tired of watching the Kardashians and this right. crap and told just to go on Amazon, right. buy our stuff, stuff like eat, yeah. eat our bugs, and shut up. Yeah, there's a. this actually reminds me a lot um, for this kind of a, I don't know, this is, Maybe maybe I'm getting down a rabbit hole. Is this do it? Let's go. Oh, we haven't done this has, in a while. Has oh. a little bit to do though. If I could just say one yes. more thing about McDonald. Yeah, yeah. 
He also says that uh, facts don't care about feelings. And the sad thing is, I tell, I'm excited. You know, yeah. when you find a new artist, you want to share it with people. I say, Max, oh my God, I discovered yeah. this new artist. He's fantastic. And Max goes, oh yeah, you like him? I, I've been listening to him for a while. <laughs> like, Thanks for sharing, Max. Yeah, why didn't you share it? And he, and he said, he goes, well, Thanks, you know, I didn't Nubs. think you would be into it. I didn't yeah. think you guys would like it. <laughs> to be fair, I didn't think most people yeah. would like yeah, it. Yeah, because I've tr been trying to turn people on to it. And one right. person says, Tom McDonald, he, he's a he's a racist. He's a Nazi. Right, people he's a white hate, they don't know. And I go, did you listen to his music? He said, no, I don't like rap. Right. Go, so basically you heard someone say he's a white supremacist. It's programming. And you don't want to listen to his music. I go, listen to his music. It'll change your life. He's 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 not a supremacist. He's like, in, he wants to promote everybody equally. Right. And in fact, he has a number of uh, songs that he does with very prominent like African-American yeah. rappers too. Right. Like, mm. He is obviously not a, a a racist. I mean, if he was, he wouldn't be... Um, have fully delved into African-American culture to become like a rapper who has, exactly. you know, all the, you know, he, it's. But he does collaborations with yeah. other, other rappers like a uh, mad child who's oh, another white rapper. He uses too much auto tune for me, but yeah, if you like Hamilton, you could easily get into his music because it's kind of the same sound. Mm -hmm. And um, also it's kind of like a, a powerful message. Yeah, yeah I knew nothing about this guy. I'm totally uh, stoked about getting uh, getting into this music now and listening to him. Yeah, yeah you should. You, 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 it will amaze you. You go, oh my God, that is so true. You know, it's, it's great. Yeah, and he, it's funny. You, you look at him and you're like, there's no way that I'm going to like listening to this guy. Well, listen, and, right? and, that's, and, that, and that's how rap started, right? right? I mean, rap was basically talking about social situations and, and people that were coming out of them and what was really going on. Right, but it was all know? like cop killer stuff and it was just all but, but it was what was real yeah. to, to the to the people at the time, right? right. Living where they lived. Right. And, and the thing is that, that this, this is the same thing. This guy is doing the same type of thing right. now, but with this wokeism stuff. And this is this is where we're all living now is in this wokeism crap. And Max is right. His looks are very deceiving because you hear him in interviews. He's very articulate. And, um, you know, he has a lot to say and he's, he's an intelligent guy. Yeah. You, well you watch spoken. an interview and all of a sudden you're like, if you, if you weren't looking at him during right. an interview, you would just assume he was some, you know, well-dressed, you know, guy who, I don't know, you know, you just have, you would have no clue. Then you'd right. see him and you'd be kind of shocked. Yeah. Uh, which I, which well, well, also a, I love. He's an artist and that's what they do. Right. I mean, you know, when, when you're performing at, at this level, right, like the guy's all tatted out or whatever. And that, that's it. I mean, you're performing at this level. He's using his body as part of his performance art. Right. And, and it's, it's all part of the package. So, yeah, I mean, you know, yeah, looks are deceiving. Uh, sure. But oh, this is awesome. Yeah, he's he's very, very cool. Cool, dude. Um well, what were you going to say before, though? You were going to take us down a rabbit hole. Was it, oh, yeah, it was a link to this? Sorry. Well, no, no. The the idea of being hungry for tr for truth, yes. right? This is kind of a, and this gets into, um, man, I don't know. I'm going to get into it anyways. You guys can just stop me. But there, Let's there is do this. It. I've been I've been really delving into a lot of issues, kind of with um, with the church in general, right? And one of the things that I think is happening with the world and the church and the absence of kind of um, of even like religion and, and faith kind of going away in the world, right? Yeah. A lot of that is because there is this um, churches and people are afraid to um, stand up. Up, yeah, well, they're afraid to upset people, right? Yeah. And churches, you know, they have a congregation, and the last thing they want to do is have people in their congregation leave, right? Mm -hmm. So I think what happens is churches are, they're scared to speak the truth and stand up about things. And 
And what happens is you have a church and all, that church is, they, they, they stay away from the hard topics. Yeah. They stay away from things like talking about um, politics at all or talking about what's going on in the world with certain things, which at a church you, you kind of, ha- you have to. You have to talk about things like that. If you yeah. start talking about politics, doesn't it compromise the, the Bible, of church and state? Well, not in a not in a church though. Church and state has to do with uh, separation of church and state has to do with the government. Right, but if they start saying, "Well, you know, vote Democrat," blah blah blah, and they start promoting um, politicians, is that the same? No, I think that's perfectly fine for a church because as a church, you are you are guiding, you are you are shepherding people in your church, right? And people, and my, this is my point, people in a church, for the most part, a lot of people are not educated in what's going on politically or anything like that, right? Okay. So you might, if you're, if you were not actively at least explaining, not saying you have to vote for these things, but at least explaining this is what this means, right? Okay, yeah, that. Voting that for this right. means yeah, right. this, right? Voting yeah. for this means well, I, this. I would say also, the, I would the, say also though that, that, that the, 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 uh, the, the duty of the church is to, and, and a you pastor. duty. Duty. <laughs> mm-hmm. I was a child. Sorry, go ahead. <laughs> anyway, um, you know, the, the idea would be for the, for the pastor, preacher, priest, whoever, to tie in, you know, what spiritual teachings, with right. what's going on in present day, and especially with politics. Yes, and so I'll give you a good example. And this is, and this, I think, Marty, might answer your question. Is okay. a, a, good, a good example is this. There is a, there is a big, um, this is something that I see in the church that I think is a problem, personally, is that, People in a church and and uh, or in in religious circles will say things like, "Well, you have to vote Democrat. You have to vote for big social democratic liberal things because that's what Jesus would have wanted." Jesus oh, wow. said to oh, yeah, take care of people. Tried to say you that. want to take care of right. Jesus the, the was Christ- a socialist. The Christian is what they thing to do is to help everybody. So that that's so what people then do is churches then get stuck in this idea of, "Oh yes, that's what you're supposed to do." But the truth is, if you look at the teachings of Jesus, and I'm just, I'm specifically at this point, whatever, I'm going to take um, Christianity. If you believe in something else, sure, teach that in your church. But Christianity, the point, Jesus's teachings was not give your money to the Romans so they can take care of people. He mm-hmm. said, you should take care of people. So this yeah. idea of like, um, open up the borders and let everybody in, because that's the Christian thing to do, right? Well, no, no the no. Christian thing to do would be, Find somebody in need, right, and help them, right? Maybe if you personally take your money and give it to a um, a shelter or a program that helps these people, right? Not take everybody else's money and give it because that's what and people force do. them. They conflate the idea to use of, that money exactly. for some program that somebody else determines. Yes, is they conflate valuable. the idea of generosity and charity, right? Mm-hmm. So charity is great. But charity doesn't mean anything if you're not being generous with your own stuff, right? So it's like, uh, oh, I'm being very, uh, you know, for charity, charity, charity. Let's help everybody. Well, sure, but are you doing it? Or are you just saying tax everybody else to do it, make everybody else do it? So that's where, um, that's kind of one part of this idea where I think churches need to um, be very honest about things. And that's where going back to being hungry for truth. um, I, there is a, Churches, a lot of churches are kind of falling apart. During COVID especially, there was like some, like a crazy number, like 60% of churches lost like 50% or more of their congregation, mm-hmm. right? Wow. Like a huge, a huge number of churches shut down. Like it was, yeah, it was they insane. They still beat us out on the podcasts. Right. <laughs> so 
But you, I started thinking, why does that happen, right? Well, because yeah. especially during COVID, during COVID, we had um, we had the BLM riots, we had the we had the um, vaccine stuff, we had major political like it was like right. The last two years, three years have been insane politically, and churches were scared to take a stand about certain things. Mm-hmm. So what happened was, people would walk into a church looking for truth. You said you were hungry for truth. They go to a church thinking, I'm going to hear something that might open my mind, change my mind. And they walk in, and then it just sounds like the rest of the world. Why do you go back to church, right? Yeah. It's like you, you kind of need to walk into something and be shocked. Like you need to all of a sudden listen to Tom McDonald and go, whoa, I yeah. haven't heard somebody say that. Holy smokes, i gotta, yeah. I got to dig into this. And it wakes up a part inside of you. And yeah. if it doesn't, if, yeah, exactly. It wakes up, even if you don't initially believe it, you go... Oh crap! I yeah. got Let me at least look into this. And it makes you think different. Makes that was my think. biggest thing I loved about college. Is that I took classes I didn't want to take, but mm-hmm. it forced me to think different. Right. And if hmm. and so people are hungry for truth. If you walk into a church for the first time, especially, there's a reason you're walking in. You're, you're walking in because you're, 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 you're looking for something. Yeah. And if you walk in and it's the same old stuff that the rest of the world's saying, if you're hearing the exact same thing that you hear with um, any. Facebook group of all your theater friends about whatever, you know, give this yeah. away, open this, do that, you know, vote this way, do whatever. Um, and it sounds exactly the same. Oh, trans is, you know, let your kids go to trans stripper clubs, you know, like all that sort of stuff. Yeah. It, it, you just hear the same thing. Regurgitated. You just go, well, I don't, what's the point of me being here? I'm not finding anything else new. So anyways, I, I went down that rabbit hole because your idea of you heard Tom McDonald and it, and it was just like, oh, because you were hungry for that. Yeah, it was. And yeah. I, I've been really delving personally into this whole issue with, like, winsomeness in a church and just not trying to offend people so you're not giving hard truths. So mm-hmm. I just wanted to – it was a good tie-in personally for me because I, uh, I've been really digging into that personally of going, why is this happening? And I realized, oh, because churches are kind of being uh, weak in a lot of ways. Yeah. So anyways. Yeah. Well, you know, it's funny you brought that up. I was just listening to a, a – a, um, a guy, another uh, radio uh, personality on the way here, and he was playing clips of churches mm. that were actually for, you know, I know Roe versus Wade is a big thing yep. uh, that got overturned, and churches that are actually saying that's demonic to be pro-life. Isn't that interesting? And that's interesting. And he was playing clips yep. of these pastors from different churches around the right. country that were saying this, that are going along right. with with the side that basically says it's okay to to uh, do an abortion. It's right. okay to have an abortion, yeah. you know. Um, you know, and, and your views can be whatever they want, but the point being is that that shocks me. I would never think I'd hear that coming from a church. Right. You know, from a church. I mean, we all think, oh no, church is just going to be pro-life and they're going to be, you know, and this. No, well, they're not. They're not because they're but scared. They're, but like you're just what you're saying, they're going along with what everybody else, the whole, right. you know, tr- the, the what we think of as this major political idea that's across the country. Now, yeah. I don't know how many people really believe in that anymore because right. people were, are getting uh, anti-woke or whatever yeah, you want yeah. to call people it. People are waking but, up, yeah. But, you know, anyway, so yeah, that's kind of funny you're mentioning that because that does tie into that. Yeah, and, but, and that's one of the big points was that that, that exact issue was yeah. like there's so many churches who just wouldn't even speak on it or speak on anything. And it's like, because you're afraid to upset somebody. It's like, I'm sorry. Do you, if you are a church, you have whatever whatever it is, whether it's Christianity, Judaism, Islam, whatever it is, if you have a belief, and that's what you state you believe, why are you scared of openly stating that in your church? The fact that you're not means yeah. 
Because so also, it's in a church here, not all of the like mind. Some people will be pro-life. Some mm-hmm. people will be, um, you know, I don't want to say anti-pro-life. Pro, I don't want to say pro-abortion because if you're... Pro-choice. Pro-choice. That's what yeah. I want. Pro, mm-hmm. Thank you. Um, so if you, it's, it's, it's another way to divide people. And yeah. so you're dividing the church because by making it more of an issue by, you know, making abortion illegal in some states, you're dividing people again. But, but it's not only dividing. I mean, it's, it's, if, you, if your pastor is sitting there telling you it's demonic to be pro-life and you're like, well, wait a minute. Right. You know, and then you're like, then you kind of get kind of shaken. And you're like, well, I guess it's not that you're awakening to, oh, that's a great. It's like all of a sudden you're scared now to feel like you have an opinion that's different from everyone right. else. Right. And so you just shut up and you sit shut down up. and you go along with the programming. Right. And Marty, I guess, and to your point, I don't, and I don't know where either of you guys stand on this, um, but I'm, I am, uh, I'm very, I'm very pro-life. So, but either way, whatever it is. If you're in a church, though, like a Christian church, a Christian church's core beliefs, whatever, you know, whatever the people in the congregation might think, in a, in a Christian church, whether you are, um, I'll, I'll, you know, I'll take this out. I'll say, um, I'll say Islam. Let's go Islam. The Islamic faith is very, in, by their book, anti-abortion, right? Life is life. And it's, you know, same thing with core Christianity. So if in a church you are afraid to speak that, then you also must be afraid to speak a lot of things. And if you are afraid to upset people in your congregation by saying, hey, this is, you know, if we state that this is what we believe, then this is what we believe, you know. And if you don't agree with it, that's fine. But as a church, this is what we believe. If you're afraid to say that, that's okay, that's an issue, but it's a highly charged issue, and people don't say, "Oh, you don't believe that? That's fine." If you say, well, "I don't believe that," they get all militant and upset yeah. well, and the, angry, and they're no longer your friend. And then they rest of the people in the church right. start talking about you and what a per- terrible person you are. Then you don't but want to go you, to that church. See, that's anymore. the thing, and you know, and it goes back to this. And, and when you're talking about this, it makes me think about this. You know, we're all spiritual. We are, whether we like it or not, we're spiritual beings. And whether we, you know, whether we go for some, you know, established religion or whether we go for a political religion. Mm-hmm. Or whatever we go for. Um, point being here is that, you know, just what I was talking about with this guy, you know, when with this rapper that you guys have, uh, Tom McDonald, you know, you have to, there's a point you come and, and okay, you try to discover yourself. Okay. Mm-hmm. And then once you discover yourself, it's like, all right, well, now I have to choose something, you know, and be something. Right. And, and believe in something. And, you know, and unfortunately, I think most of us are too scared to do that. We get to that point, okay, we discover ourselves, then we get to that point, and we don't do that anymore yeah. because we, we like the likes on Facebook. Sure. We like, you know, every, all, the, all, the, all the positive comments. So we go along with the crowd because it makes us feel good. Right. It's, it's this instant fake validation. It, sure. It's kind of But like, it's hard to stand up in a church when you have, you know, like what you're talking about, when people are going to be against you and you maybe have an unpopular opinion. And it should be, yes. I mean, listen, a church should be, you know, inclusive. We all love each other. This, this is what we tell, tell everybody, right? And the same thing with other people we know and other groups. Mm-hmm. Oh, we're so inclusive. We love right. every. Come into our group. We love everyone. Everybody has an opinion, and it's all great. And then you have an opposite opinion, and then they attack and you. And that is an issue in the church, and that's, that's, yes. a, that's another issue. The thing, and the way that, and that's something that, um, to Marty's point, you said if you say something, everybody attacks you. And if that's if that's what's happening in your church, and you know, you're the wrong the, church. Yeah, yeah, leave the church. Um, but what, at the very least, if people are hungry for truth, even if it does piss people off in the congregation, you should at least say, 
Nobody, it's not like, raise your hand if you disagree with me. It's just, this is what we believe. And afterwards, we can have a conversation. If, if you have questions about it, let's yeah. bring it up. You know, because here's the thing. If you can't, in, in, a, in a place like a church or a group of friends or any close community, have actual discussions like that, then guess where you're left to have those discussions? Alone in the shower when you're crying? Yes, That's or on Facebook or on Twitter. I don't even do it there. Or, it's alone in the shower when so I'm my, crying. My point is is that people are hungry for truth, and what kind of upsets me is, is that people who are speaking truth are people like Tom McDonald, yeah. rappers on YouTube, instead of places mm. like your f group of friends, your church, your core, like the places you actually surround your stuff with. How often do you actually get people just speaking hard truth rarely you're but, left to finding well, rappers on it's YouTube. like what is what is truth that's a problem jesus brought this up he said what is truth is truth are changing laws you know people have truths or mine mm -hmm. the same as yours no not necessarily well i think there are certain absolute truths well i, I think it goes back to is it truths or is it maybe truths are different to each person but it, or is it necessarily facts you know there are certain facts Right, you can you real can, but facts. People don't rely on that facts, we live say. by. Whatever you want to say, this universe is. We live by certain facts. I mean, right. there's gravity. That's a fact, right? I mean, there are certain facts here that we have to live by. We have to breathe oxygen. There are certain mm -hmm. things that are just the way they are, and but, you can't say that they're not. But squishy things, squishy things like abortion, immigration, they're all squishy. People have their own facts. A lot of them aren't true because they heard them on the internet because someone posted it and they right. didn't research it. Well, that's the problem. It gets too muddled, and, and that's and, the thing. You're right. There's not enough. So, at the very least people should be able to have discussions, and I'm going to bring it up in a church, in a church that can just say, here's the thing. Here are some facts. Here are some things, right? Like, But people won't even do that in a church. Like, at the very least, whether it's immigration or abortion, the very least you can say, hey, guys, here's the thing. The, this is actually what the immigration laws mean, right? Mm -hmm. It means that if you do this, if you, like, I know that you, that you think that not building a wall is the Christian good thing to do. I know you think that, but what does that actually mean? Well, let's let's look at it. What it actually means is you have a ton of um, you have a ton of drugs coming over the border. Meaning, like this, I don't know if you saw, like nineteen thousand oh, pounds huge, or something yeah. of fentanyl has come over. Yeah, like we've yeah. had. So you're also against drugs. You're also against child. Um, uh, like the slavery, slavery. The slavery you're against sex trafficking. You're against guns. You're against all this stuff. However, you want to not do the only thing that would stop a lot of that. So, like, let's think about that. If we're actually, you know, just the, at least those conversations should happen in a safe place, and then truth can start coming out. Oh, but then you're a Trump supporter, and then you're the devil, and all sorts of things. People jump to but, but right. let, me, let me ask you this, Max. So should, let's just say, like, a, since we're kind of on this, on this church thing, should, should a, a leader of a church, whatever yeah. they be, whatever their title is, leader of a church just be then there to connect people, like I said, back to the spiritual, you know, from the Bible to, you know, an everyday life situation? Uh, should they be there just to kind of connect and guide, or should they be there to, to specifically say, no, this is what the Bible says, this is the truth, of, you know, of what I see the Bible or how I see the Bible and lead their congregation that way. What do you think on that? Yeah, I think a pastor's job is to, and that, you know, it's literally, what does the word pastor come from? Shepherd, right? Pastor, shepherd. You are shepherding your flock, which means you are helping people understand what the Bible says. And at least in Christianity, you believe that the Bible is truth. It's the word of God. So you teach the truths that are in the Bible. And if you're an imam, you teach the truths that are in the Quran. 
Um, you know, and that's that's your that's the goal. Now, you don't need to say you need to, for instance, let's say um, it's a political, uh, I don't know, a congressman or something. You don't need to say vote for this person. But what you can say is, as a Christian, the Bible says this, right? Mm -hmm. It's what we believe. Now, other questions about what's going on. If we need to, we can maybe talk about, just so you guys know, this person believes in this. This is what they stand for. This person believes in this. This is what they stand for. You know, at the very least, there should be somewhere, or yeah. else you're left to to what? You're left to the internet and well, media. Well, you're, you're left to, to on, on that, on the, the voting part, you're left to voting down party lines, which isn't a very good idea. I mean, you right, should vote for the person and make sure their beliefs align with your beliefs, exactly. like you're saying, rather than party lines. Yeah. You know. Yeah, and so that's, I just feel like there is a, there's an issue where when, and same thing with me, Marty, you find things like a rapper on YouTube, and it's like, golly, wow. Like if he had a church, I would go to that church. Right? Like this guy's speaking <laughs> truths, and it's hard to hear truths like this. Like, I don't know how many churches are scared to say, for instance, that the BLM movement was a movement that actually wasn't for black lives. Like, how hard is it to say, just so you guys know, I know, I understand, black lives do matter, of course, of course they do. But before you start giving your money and all this stuff to this organization. That was very corrupt, it turns out. Right? Mm -hmm. Let's talk about, do we know where the money goes? No. Right. Do we know, did you guys know what they actually believe? Let's watch videos of them, themselves, yeah. saying that the quote, say my name, say their name. Have you watched the video of them where they're saying, when we say say their name, we are doing um, spiritual chants to raise their spirits from the dead? Mm -mm. Like, that's what no. we it's, it's crazy videos. It's like, at the very least, before you start giving money and things like that and your support to the organization, you should know these truths. And I think that is something that a church shouldn't be afraid to do because then you're left to conservative news radio hosts and everything else to tell you truths. And it's yeah. like, churches, if you go to a church, why do you go to a church? Um. To be honest, some people go because mm -hmm. they have charismatic leaders. Yeah. And that pro is problematic. They feel good. Leaders like Jim Jones takes everyone to Guyana, <laughs> sure. feeds them Kool-Aid. Or um, Heaven's Gate. You know, it, it, the problem is with charismatic leaders. That's why I'm very cautious. I, I don't attend church, to mm -hmm. be honest. I'm, I was raised Catholic, but I got better. And um, <laughs> got But better. I know a lot about the Bible. I know a lot about all the teachings because I also went to Catholic school. But it's, um, I, I live a secular life. You know, I'm not, I'm more spiritual, but I'm not religious because I see too many downfalls with it. With but, organized so, religion. Organized well, that, that's, religion. That's the yeah, problem. It's all of course. Just, like I don't follow the Bible. I don't follow a lot of things. I live more of a spiritual life where, you know, I'm concerned about people. I help people, but I don't have a doctrine that makes me do it. I do it because I want to. Well, that, that's, that's how it should be for all of us. I mean, you know, there's a lot of different religions out there, and I don't, you know, everybody wants to claim that theirs is the only one. Sure. I don't I don't know. I can't answer that for myself. But according to South Park, the Mormons has it, have it right. The Mormons. They nailed it. <laughs> well, South Park, Park is always right. That's yeah. my religion, right? No. But, uh, <laughs> you know, so, but but the thing is, is that uh, the, the human part of that is, is, is the part that always causes the problems, right? The, the, the most fallible part. part of that, because, yes, right. Like you're saying, you know, you get these charismatic guys in there, and especially you get some of these mega churches, and you don't even know what they're teaching anymore, um, you know. But uh, they're pretty much going along with what you're saying, the programming, or going along with uh, you know the government or whatever else, yeah. the, the hot uh, 
stuff of the day. And, and there's, you know, I, I don't know. I mean, as far as, as, as churches go, I mean, why do you go? Well, I think you go to feel, you, you go, you're looking for something. If you're Catholic, And then guilt. if you're there, well, it's guilt, but I mean, it, you, you go looking for something too. I think if you continually go, you're looking for something, whether it's maybe relief from that guilt or whatever, but you're going for something. You're going for a reason, and then you get there, and you do. You know, you feel good. I mean, I've gone to churches where, you know, when, when, when people are singing, and there's that, you know, there's just, there, there's a certain spirit that does take over, you mm-hmm. know, and there is. With crowds, there's always that, that, that energy. There's that energy that comes in, and you do feel good and stuff, but at the yeah. same time, yeah, you know, you have to be careful with who who you're following, who's, right. who's up there saying that. I mean, do they really, you know, sometimes usually what'll happen is you'll go. <laughs> and a lot of times I'm at, from my own experience, you know, a lot of times, you know, it's like, Hey, this, this might be, yeah, this might be a pretty good place. This might be my home. Mm-hmm. You know, this, this is a good place. I think this is a pretty good place. Right. And then all of a sudden it's like, all of a sudden you hear stuff. It's like, wait, wait, what? You know, and stuff that kind of makes you right. say, kind of mm-hmm. makes you stop you in your tracks. You know, and you're like, wait, I, I don't know if I agree with that, but, yeah. but I, I said this was my home. I, I can't leave. Can I, you know? Yeah. I become too invested. Like yeah, me and my wife, invested. we went to the well for a while when my, my kids were young, she wanted to go. And I found out that you can get coffee donuts. They'll watch your kids. <laughs> you can listen to some live Sold. music Sold. and just sit I'm and in. chill and eat coffee and drink, you know, drink coffee and eat donuts. Yeah. But it's just after a while, it was like you said, you start hearing stuff. You're going, what? No, 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 no I don't agree with that. So yeah. I finally told her, I go, I'm not doing this anymore. This could be part of your fantasy, but I cannot. Well, and, and then, you know, you have to, with, with kids, uh, you know, younger kids too, you you're, you have to be careful because, you know, in all honesty, we don't want to say it, but whatever we, we do, you know, feeds into them. If, sure. if we if we go to a church and we don't agree with what they're saying, well, the child doesn't know that. And I think you right. agree with everything they say. So right. then you have to be like, well, wait, what are they being taught? You know, and it's. So yeah, you have you do have to be careful. So, I man, I don't know. That's a tough one. And see, also part of the problem is our country and our literature is so ingrained in Christianity that in order to understand certain poetry, certain stories, you have to have an idea of the Bible stories. Mm-hmm. Mm. Like in the love song of J. Alfred Pufrock, he says, "I am Lazarus raised from the dead." And if you don't know the story of Jesus raising his friend Lazarus from the dead, you're lost on that part and you can't interpret it. Mm-hmm. So it's a, it's a, that's why I let my kids, well, I tell my kids the Christian stories from the Bible because they will need that later to understand literature, movie references, a lot of little things. Well, that and a lot of mythology too. I mean, there's yeah, a lot of Greek mythology exactly, and stuff mythology, intertwined right? in, in the culture and all that. I mean, with in Marvel universe, right? <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Like Thor, where the yeah, hell did he come from? It's all, it's all intertwined. But, um, but yeah, I don't know, man. That that's a tough one, you know. Now I I do agree. I mean, they, you know, that that's a very tough spot to be in when you're leading a congregation. You know, what do you do? I mean, that is that is probably one of the biggest uh, mm-hmm. weights a person can bear. My point is, you should not be afraid to upset a bunch of people, as long as it's something that you that you believe in, right? Because you're either going to create if if you believe the Bible as the truth, then you should teach what's in the Bible as truth. And the thing is, this is an issue I also have with churches, is a lot of people then say, well, this could mean all of this. And they go down paths, and that's where a lot of uh, religion falls, right, is they go, well, hmm, well, let's let's maybe think this is, like, no, 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 I want, a, I want a church that is just biblically accurate. Don't tell me what you think something might mean. Don't tell me um, what you uh, have interpreted based off of, well, no, no, just, Teach me, teach me this and the right. history behind it. If something says this, maybe teach me the um, Hebrew words it came from and the historical context of where it came. But even that, 
even the Bible is problematic. The way it was put together and everything is problematic. That's why well, it's tough. I, I don't argue religion with people because religion is a faith. And if you have that faith, I cannot deter you. I don't want to right. get into it because you're going to evoke passion and you're going to become aggressive and angry and, and passionate about it. Sure. And I, 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 I don't discuss religion with people. So. I, I think what happens is people get too buried in the weeds in that. Now, you know, I, I think, well, no, because I <laughs> think what it backyard, is, you know? I, I think what it is is because it's, you know, it's, it's, it's the basics, you know, it, it's a good guidebook. I mean, now we're kind of getting way down a rabbit hole, but it's a good guidebook um, to live your life by. I mean, now shall not kill. You know, you got the Ten Commandments, and even though those Which are all good ideas, you know, don't come but, at your, your neighbor's Yeah, I mean, you know, they're good ideas, and I think those basics are, are, are the foundations that you can teach from. But when you get into, well, yeah, like what you're saying, Max, you know, well, you know, he meant this, Jesus meant that, and, you know, and it says this, mm -hmm. and then when you interpret it 50 different ways, and it actually meant this other way back, way back, you know, in, right. in ancient... Uh, uh, Israel, you know, it's like, no, no, no. I mean, it's, uh, um, yeah, I, that, that's tough. But I think the basics, you know, you should, you should pretty much be on the basics there, mm -hmm. you know, yeah. and teach people how to live. And, 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 and also, like I said, be a guide for them. But I don't know when, when people get, uh, when, when they get too adamant about you have to do it this one way because we're all different. Right. And we all do things I'm differently. Not. You are. You're very. You know what? You are one of the most different people I know. Thank you. So, <laughs> and that is a compliment. I take it. That's as what a I. Compliment. That's what I love. It. But I mean, anyway, so I don't know. Yeah. So I think. I, uh, but but to, truth. But the bottom line is truth. To We're, sum up. To, to sum up my my the rabbit hole here is that <laughs> to sum up the rabbit hole is that this sort of discussion is the kind of discussion that I think you shouldn't be afraid to have in a church. True. Right. Right. Just people are hungry for this and. When Marty, when you said I was like, I, I listened to him and it was like, oh, wow, because I was hungry. I was hungry to hear that, mm -hmm. right? My point is so many people are, and it would be great if you could walk into the place, whatever faith you are, if you believe, if you go to a church because you agree with what they're saying or whatever it is, wouldn't it be great if you walked in and you heard some of that truth? Like, whatever it is, instead, I'm just saying people are afraid and people just have to stop being afraid of well, speaking truth yes. because then you're left to whatever, the internet and everything else. And that's my point, is that there should be, the churches need to stop being um, uh, too safe and they need to be able to say, you know what, Let's. I'm, I'm okay with saying something and then having arguments with somebody in the church. If they don't agree with me, great, let's discuss it. Instead of, you know, yeah. pounding something down, let's bring it up and discuss it. And here's a problem with discussing things with Max. Eric and I have experienced this after that we're done <laughs> podcasting. Max will say, hey, you want to know something? And he'll start telling us this story about, like, you know, um, clean energy, what it's really all about and how it's not clean. And he just takes you down this rabbit hole and he has facts and websites <laughs> and all this information. And he says, oh, you want to know who owns this company? Only two companies own the entire world. And you're going, oh, my God, he's just mind-blowing. It's like he gets the truth and just, like, hits you in the stomach with it and you can't breathe. And you're going, oh, my God. Yeah, if you're going to discuss anything. it ruins anything, your weekend. Yes, and you're going, Jesus. If you're going to discuss Christ. anything with Max, make sure you have your facts. Yeah, because Max, Max is all about facts. facts. Yeah, and they're not pretty facts. They're not fun facts. But it's it's a, he speaks a, a very hard hitting truth, and you just don't know what let, to do. Let, with let me ask, okay, yeah. let me ask you, Max. Yes. Let me ask you a question, though. Okay, you're talking about truth. Now, yeah. let me. Now, I'm I'm kind of hearing more though about 
is not necessarily opinions, but like people should be able to discuss different ideas Mm -hmm. without basically, you know, this whole huge divide, right? In other words, like your neighbor believes it different than you do. And you say, you know, okay, that's fine. Mm -hmm. You believe different. We can discuss. And then maybe their discussion to you will, you know, open your mind to other things. Maybe your discussion will open their mind. Yes. But, but I think that that is all gone in our society, unfortunately, right right now. Yes. Um, And then I think that we're seeing that. And you know, and, and what you're talking about is I think we're seeing that in the churches because the churches are now picking sides. That's the problem. Yeah, and I guess, yes. And I guess part of my point is this, though. I think a church, a church that has a truth, if they state a truth, right? Because as a church, you have a doctrine, right? Like, Of course you do. You're a church. You have every church on earth has a statement of faith. Whatever church it is, this is what we believe. Okay, so great. That's what you believe. So I should be able to walk into that church and expect you to tell me something if I don't believe that to hear that. Like if I walk into a church that says, let's say I walk into a church and on their website it says, we believe um, God is a dog because that's what, you know, God is spelled backwards. backwards is right? dog. Yeah, and that's yeah, on yeah. their statement of faith. You're starting right? a cult. I'm in, Max, yeah. I'm in. <laughs> I shouldn't, that pastor then shouldn't be afraid to say that because it's going to make me angry. Well, you mean like he, you're like, well, God may be a cat or yeah, he you should, know, he should say, like, this is what I believe. God is a dog. Yeah. Bring your and, dogs to church. And then I should be able to go, wow, oh my gosh, that really opened my mind up. Or I should be able to go, this place is nuts. Like Marty, I don't like this place. He left. That's fine, right? He yeah. didn't like it. But the place, the fact was that place was speaking whatever they believed is truth. And you shouldn't be afraid to say it because you have to walk into a place that's not afraid to say it because if you walk into a place like a church and they're all very just everything's fine we don't want to make anybody angry yeah, and we then, believe this or maybe we or maybe that. we don't depends on what you think exactly then the point is what's the point of churches that's what yeah. i'm saying is you and and the and we get we get to that place because we're so afraid we get to the place where you said that you bring somebody up and you do a divide, right? Mm-hmm. The divide happens because there hasn't been a hard, there hasn't been a de- decision to say, this is what we believe and let's discuss it. It's just been, well, I don't know. I don't know. So people are left to their own devices to try to go online, to go to YouTube, to go to either CNN or conservative radio or whatever it is and get indoctrinated by Alex Jones. And all of a sudden you're a hardcore Alex Jones fan, right? How did you know? Or as as opposed to being in a place like a church where you hear truths, you discuss truths, and then you're open to having some real discussions with people. That's my point. Anyways, here's an ad. (laughs) (laughs) Now you can find out what's on the menu at Uncle Buddy's by visiting our website at unclebuddyseatery.com. You could look at the menu and also see what's happening in our special event room. All this month we're having Cartoon Wars. This week the Transformers battle the wacky races. And you get to decide the winner. It's not like when you were a kid and you had to fight your older brother over which cartoon you were going to watch next and he'd always win because he shot you in the eye with a Nerf gun dart. At Uncle Buddy's, the winner is the cartoon with the most tater tots received by our customers. Visit our website at unclebuddyseatery.com. It's like a warm hug for your tummy. That's the church I want to go to. Uncle, yeah, Uncle Buddy's. Buddy's, Buddy's, Uncle Buddy's church. Have you guys been to their website yet? Uncle no, Buddy's Eatery? No. Yeah, unclebuddyseatery.com. Thank you, Uncle Buddy's. Yes. Um, so that's really cool. I do want to go watch some Wacky Racers, though. I love that cartoon back so, in the 70s. <laughs> so how does that work? You When you go in, there's like, 
uh, like two tubs and you put your tater tots on each side and the one that most tater tots wins? Or how does that work? That would make sense. I don't yeah? know. I you don't know? There yet. What is the wacky races? I've never heard of that cartoon. You remember the dog that goes, yeah, yeah, yeah. That was, uh, save me, Schmidtley, or whatever. Was it Kung Muttley. Fu? Save me, Muttley. No, oh, that was, save me, Muttley. Yeah, Muttley. Oh, the and they would all have these little cars, and they would race, and they, uh, you had Penelope Pitts. Yeah, like, that, 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 like right? yeah. that was yeah. like a big hat, right? That was like a bunch of the cartoons that were put together in the races, right? Because they all yeah. had their own cartoon, their separate cartoons, Just correct? about, yeah. They yes. Were, yeah. yeah, they collected them from other yep. shows, I believe. And they would all race, and it would be like uh, little segments okay. between cartoons and stuff like that, or sometimes they had their own 30 minutes. Oh, I mean, I, I recognize all these characters. I don't necessarily remember watching wacky yeah. races, though. My wife is... Sure um, I did. We both love old cartoons, and so on Saturday mornings when I'm oh my doing gosh. this, we would um, I would download a bunch of cartoons and put them in the the TV, and we would watch them like it's Saturday morning. Oh, that's, that's cool. cool. This is uh, this was Eric's favorite of the uh, race cars. I don't know the why. Big mobile. <laughs> what? Well, it even has a W. I don't. I, I just remember Eric always wanting this, oh my this gosh. one. It has like All the, right. uh, even like, wow. I got some big pipes there. I like that but one. It was, like it that was a cool show, and um, it just was really wacky, and you know, you always have a different winner, and me and my brother would always bet to see who would win this, you know, this episode. Cause yeah, that's pretty fun. That, that's cool with the cartoon. Now, do, do you and your wife uh, get a big bowl of cereal? No, we don't. We Why just, not? I know, but then we just, you know what's so funny? My daughter will not eat cereal. That's what? Uh, uh, wet. She she'll eat dry like I as a snack. Will. Yeah. But when I told her, I go put milk in there because then it makes the milk all. And she's like, no, no, really? I don't want milk in there. Yeah, she will not eat cereal. I don't know if it's maybe a thing because she never really grew up with that. Like my favorite cereal, you get life cereal. You put it in milk and you put it in the refrigerator for oh, like an dude. hour or two. When it comes out, it's mushy. See, We'd call it breakfast mush. I and love it. it. It was sweet and cool. The and cinnamon lovely. life? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. I've oh. always loved mush. So I love like Fruity Pebbles is my favorite cereal of all time. I haven't been able to really enjoy it because I can't eat real milk anymore. And Fruity Pebbles and soy milk doesn't, just doesn't almond do it for milk. me. Mm. But I used to like put it in and wait like a good 10 minutes. So it was like just kind of like just slightly crunchy, but also mushy. Yeah. Golly. You know, I got, a, I got a pro tip for you. I haven't tried this myself, but I heard about it. And I thought, you know, I think that'll work. So what you do, I think it was from Guy Fieri. So what you do is you take, uh, you take your cereal and you put your milk in it, mm -hmm. right? So whatever your favorite cereal is, Cocoa Puffs or whatever, you know. And then you put your milk in it, let it sit. Like let the milk uh, yeah. get, get into that cereal. Yeah. You drain off the milk. Okay. And then you use that milk in a milkshake. You Ooh. put it in a blender, so you make a cereal. You make mm. a cereal flavored milkshake. What do you so do with the mush? if you like, well, the mush you throw away. I'm not throwing away that. Oh, uh, well, I you can eat it if you want. Wait, but couldn't you just like get uh, milk, some ice cream, and then throw some cereal in there and blend it together? Well, you could. I guess it would be kind of chunky though. But this way, yeah. it would just be the milk itself. The flavor. So it would just be the flavor itself. So if you like fruity pebbles, or if you like whatever you like, and whatever. That's a good idea. Hmm. Anyway, hmm. pro tip. Um, you know what? If I remember correctly, and we talked about this at Uncle Buddy's, they actually had, remember, you could get, like, milk that was flavored like other cereals. Because I remember when we first got that takeout, I was like, oh, my gosh, look, they could, they have, like, uh, Cinnamon Toast Crunch milk. Mm. I thought that was really cool. Maybe that's how they made it. Could be. They yeah. have, like, the chef, Uncle Buddy just eats a bowl of cereal every morning and saves the milk and then, get, and then pours yeah. it out for you. <laughs> You're like, it's like drip, the milk's dripping yeah. off his beard and back down in the bowl. Yeah, my daughter you know, listened. Getting all the good stuff. My daughter just listened to the episode where we ate at Uncle Buddy's and we yeah. broadcast from there. 
And my daughter just loved the waitress. She goes, man, that waitress was great. Yeah. <laughs> she was very, very professional. I think she still works there. That's awesome. Yeah, we should get, um, we should do another live recording from Uncle Bud. Yeah. 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 So that sounds. Talk with the waitress. Sounds a bomb. Um, okay, let's do, um, we got a lot of, we, we didn't get to a lot of stories, but. We, of the I, rabbit hole we fell into. I fell into it. I apologize. But you we know what? If you don't mind, we got a couple do, minutes do we got left. A, do we got a fun? Hey, why don't. Uh, I got a fun one. I'm going to do this one if you guys okay. don't mind. Yeah, yeah. So this is just kind of, this is a, um, I think it's fun, but also it's pretty cool. So, um, there is a, um, oh, this guy's name is Eric, Eric July. July. Do you know Eric July? I know Eric July. Yeah. So Eric July, he's a, he's a content creator and musician. He decided to start his own comic book company. Mm. And I don't know, Marty, you read comic books, right? Yes. So I'm a big comic book fan. Um, shocker, I know. One, <laughs> one of the things that has always driven me nuts about comics for, for, for my whole life is that a couple of things. You'll, like, read months of a story, and then you come back, and they have, like, retconned everything. They've, like, killed people off or... Um, or like they and they've changed the whole story, so you don't remember what's going on, right? Or they've do like a multiverse uh, crisis, and you can't remember what the heck's going on, right? Yeah, yeah. And it's always like that year after year after year after year. So that's one big issue. The other big thing that's happening in comics right now is wokeness. So they've like changed. Course, yeah. They've changed like oh, Rob. Yeah, everyone's gay now. Everybody's yeah. gay. Superboy's or gay. Or... Uh, Robin's gay. Uh, the Flash making a new gay Spider-Man. I'm like, sure, whatever. If you want to, we talked about this. If you want to uh, create a new gay character, that's fine. I don't care. My problem is, is you take 100 years of a character and the person who created that character and then you change it. That's the problem. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. my, it's like, you know, and also all the fans who have read this for whatever years, whatever. So, like Batman as a transgender woman doesn't work for me. It just, it just, you can't just change. If you want to create a new character, that's fine. I have no problem with it. So this guy, Eric July, he decided he wanted to create a comic about an African American. He's African American. Wanted to create an African American comic book hero, but within a whole comic verse called the Ripa verse. I don't know what that means. Either way, Kelly Ripa. Yeah, tell about Kelly Ripa. <laughs> Kelly Ripa's universe. We all live in it. So the point of this is he wanted to create a new comic company and this is really cool he has a code of ethics mm. comic company was not a uh, comic book company was uh, this comic book company is not created at random our founder had been rooted in the culture of american comic books since he was a youngster he goes on um he says we will respect the customer we want what you invested in this brand and everything that comes from it we're not entitled to your money and we must earn your support so some things. And the most important part is, go ahead and read it. Yeah, canon and continuity. Extremely important. Essentially mm. what they're saying is, if you buy a comic, everything that happens in here is going to be, so if you get like, if you purchase comic number 215, if you just start from one and go through, you're going to understand what's going on. It says... Um, Star Wars is having this problem with continuity and canon. It's just an issue. It's constant. It says, we want every book that you buy to always matter, just like we were talking about, like... Those stories happened, it said. So, for instance, you can't just turn Robin gay after all these years. Like, yeah. he's been in relationships and everything else. It says, there will be no lazy time travel to change histories or events. Or but multiverses. No cheap shit. multiverses wow. that have altered versions of the same character. If you own a book, you're part of the history. A comprehensive timeline. They have an official, all this stuff. Um, and so, I think this is really super cool. Um, it's about uh, Avery uh, Silman, a common rancher but that hasn't always been the case after obtaining unique abilities avery spent a brief stint being a hero under the moniker 
Esom in the city of Floor Park, Texas. Realizing that it wasn't for him, he walked away from this life. But after responding to a call from his sister, some violent altercations ensue, and has Avery reconsidering his approach. Mm. So, super cool. They wanted to raise, um, I think it was $100,000 for um, their campaign. And in 69 days, they raised two million wow two hundred and thirty one so thousand are ready for dollars yeah. and he calls it an anti-woke comic book nice. so but here's the cool thing right he's african-american he is um creating a cool new comic company like everybody should be excited right is this out yet no so you can you can invest right now i actually okay. have just to let you guys know you go to ripiverse.com i bought the first book that way i can help so i'll get it once it gets released um, $35, I get the first 96-page comic. Okay. Um, that helps fund the rest of their expansion. Um, so here's what's really good. Everybody should be excited about this, right? He's an he's a African-American guy. He's creating a new African-American superhero, which is something that uh, we've been being told forever there's not enough of. Yeah. It gives people somebody to look up to. It's awesome, right? But haters gonna hate. Haters gonna hate. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Anywhere that there's promotional videos... Right, so they have a little promo video for their um, for their uh, comic. You can actually, I'll just play it really just a little bit here. Skip ahead real quick. Ripperverse with Kelly Ripper. <laughs> <laughs> so it shows the art. It's kind of giving great you art. It extremely significant. Though this is Isom's self-titled book, it also serves as a launching pad for our entire universe. Nice. This 96-pager was written by myself, Eric July. The pencil and ink work was done by the great Cliff Richards and lives right and I mean, out every December. Looks amazing. So this is a four-minute video, right? Okay. Anywhere that this video was posted on um, Reddit, they were banned because it was, quote, supporting comics from hate groups. <laughs> Reddit banned yeah. this African-American's comic yeah. book which is, and this is what he says, we're on a mission to spread liberty, speak out against nonsense, and work towards a more free and prosperous society. That's it. That's it. And he has been banned from Reddit. Huh. Um, from Reddit does, of all places. He doesn't go. Isn't that crazy? Yeah. I mean, Reddit's full of like pornography oh, for goodness sake. Yeah. But he can't have a short video explaining his comic book because it's from hate groups. So anyways, well, if, if people want to know, just just real quick, if people want to know what Eric July is all about. He has a podcast on. Um, I'm not sure if you have to pay uh, to be a member for that, but they do show clips of that on YouTube. And that's where I've seen him. And he's uh, under Young Ripa 59 mm -hmm. on YouTube. And you can get clips from his podcast. And yeah, the guy, I mean, he's great. I mean, as far as, you know, values and stuff, I mean, and yeah, he's, he's amazing. He speaks just what you're talking about. He speaks truth. Yep to what's going on and he's in that in that area you know canon and and comic books and all that and, and he talks a lot about that um on his uh podcast but yeah uh, if, you, if anybody out there wants to check him out but yep so it's it just i don't know it's just kind of a well, anyways it, it, well we know we know what's going on here the guy doesn't go along with the programming so he's gonna be ousted that's right. it you know that's it he doesn't go with the programming so he you know any anybody that's what it is if, if anybody out there and that's the thing you know if, if anybody out there whether creating a business creating art doing anything if you're going to go against the programming right now it's going to be a fight it's going to be an uphill battle they're right. going to try to wipe you know they're going to try to knock you down that's just the way it is yep 
you know that 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 is going to be what's going to happen. That's why and, I like counterculture so much. <laughs> it's just, but just, but you know that's the thing real. is that you know that is that is the thing though. What's going to happen is that I think even younger people are going to see because they're going to want to know why why is that taken down? It's oh, yeah. going to make you know when I was a kid, right? And you 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 lived through this too, uh, Marty. Real quick, I know we're on time here, but real quick, you know they had the the heavy metal bands were the devil and backward masking, oh, right? Yeah. And so everybody and they just kind of did that whole thing through uh, Stranger Things, yeah. the show Stranger <laughs> Things. They brought that up again with Dungeons and Dragons and the the oh, yeah. devil music and all that, right? Dragons, okay, yeah. but the point being is that because the adults told the kids don't do that and all that's there, yep. the kids went to it more. <laughs> they wanted it more. Right. So and essentially they're just going to create this guy's probably going to be more successful than he well, ever thought. I'll he tell could you be. what, because I read about it and know everything, I went on and I got the campaign. I went and I paid thirty five bucks for the you know to help them out and get the first. I mean, it's cool if this thing blows up. You know, I have the first, one of the first prints. collector item. And yeah. like, and also like, awesome. Why not? Because here's the thing. I like comics. This sounds really cool. It sounds like a cool story. The art looks like, good. The art looks good. Like whatever, like whatever he believes or not. Like I don't stop buying Batman comics because the writer uh, is, you know, believes in something I don't believe in. Like I want to read Batman comics. No, but if the character goes off the rails. Yeah, then I stop. stop. But, but. but my point is people are angry at him and this has nothing to the, the comic isn't about a guy running as a Republican pro Trump guy. It's a superhero story, a superhero, like anyways, an African-American superhero, right? That, you know, you, you would think, and, 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 and an African-American businessman, right? Right. I mean, you would think that, that this guy would, would be propped up. I mean, Hey, you know, here's a guy who's doing it, you know, and, and here's someone to look to, but no, they just want to tear him down because he doesn't yep. follow the programming. Um, and it kind of goes back though, real quick. Uh, it go, it, this is the main the main point though. As far as that goes, your money is very important. If you support yeah. this guy with your money, yeah. that's an important signal. If you buy all the other crap that you don't really support, but just because it's there or you think you should or whatever, right. then that that's also a signal. So, you know, people have a lot of power with their money, and yep. it goes the same with churches. You're talking about churches mm-hmm. when you donate to churches that you believe in. That's good. If if you don't really believe in them, maybe think twice about it because yeah. That says a lot. That's one thing that has the biggest effect right now is your money, where you put your money. Same thing with corporations, same thing with everything in this world. Yeah, and as you're thinking that, you know, go to a No Focus, and there's a little area to donate to our uh, podcast here. Yes. So that key, if you yes. like what we say, it really, I mean, I, I can't and urge you, it enough. It really if, does help. Um, yeah. If you don't like what we say, go to our Discord server. That's and right. Say, hey, Tell I us. don't like what you're saying. <laughs> I don't like you're doing this. That stupid ass of guys and. Well, whatever you yeah, want to say about it. Yeah, and it's fun. Um, Stu is active on the Discord server. He responds. I'm on there. It's a lot of fun. Join in on the conversations. Listen, um, I, I just want to say, too, you know, we, we do. Listen, there's a lot, of, a lot of guys here. We give a lot of time and talent to, to this show, and we really do believe and love this show. And, yes, if you believe and love this show, too, then, yeah, if you feel that it's valuable to you, then please donate. Yeah. Or at least great. talk to us. Talk to us. Yeah, that would be <laughs> awesome. We, we love you guys. Thank you for listening. We got a big, big show coming up next really time. Sure We're big. talking about popping from Fresno, Max's gun data, oh. uh, drowning in the pool, lifeguards. No we got taxpayer <laughs> money. We got hidden adventures. We got Fresno sheriffs. We got the fire. We got headed eagles. Energy talk. We got oh my gosh. We got so much good stuff. All right, everybody. Thank you so much. Five stars. Correct number of stars. That's right. Talk Always. to you soon.